and welcome to Sometimes in Shambles. My name is Melissa and I'm the host of the show. Today is another mini-sode and I am going to be calling it Tarot and a Show. And basically, I'm here with Rihanna. It's me. <laughs> who is my friend and my coworker. And we're going to be reading tarot cards and talking about a show. And the show we're going to be talking about is Pen. Fifteen! <laughs> um, because it's the hottest thing right now. It really is. If you guys haven't watched it, you're, you're a loser. loser. <laughs> um, yeah, so let's start. Okay. Do you want to start with tarot? Yeah. Okay. I'm also a beginner at tarot readings. Um, I got this really cute kit from Amazon called Kawaii Tarot. If you guys want to look it up, um, the link is in my bio. Just kidding. <laughs> subscribe. Um, like and subscribe. Subscribe. Subscribe, please. <laughs> but, um, so this is very basic. Um, and just like how I use tarot is just like thinking about my life and thinking about my intentions and kind of like the things I want to manifest. And sometimes I think about things specific, like, a single person like a dude I'm trying to date or dating in general like it can go from specific to broad to like whatever you want um and so I have a question for you I guess if we're gonna do a spread for you um what are you curious about or what do you want to know or what are you trying to manifest so in the past we've done like just the three yeah. ones and I kind of want to try something different yeah dating because dating is always right. <laughs> on my mind so you can still do the three like the three i typically do are like me and my friends do because like we're all single and dating around we'll do like me and then another person that we're like trying to date and then the relationship and like that's a three card spread but you can do like past present future um you can do like problem solution outcome you can do let's do that one so um, problem cause solution problem cause solution so a problem and then the cause of the problem and then the solution to the problem okay or you can do strengths weaknesses advice um stop start continue strength uh opportunities challenges outcome opportunity obstacle potential so like when you do those do you think of a specific thing per like card no you just think of these things as you're shuffling the cards okay um, but like i wouldn't like if it was um like problem or whatever i wouldn't think like problem as in like should i date right now you could and just you like be thinking to. about that you could if you wanted to okay let's do that then okay <clears throat> so you shuffle these okay wait what's the problem one so it's problem cause and solution okay so shuffle the that deck twice and then lay them out and then put the deck here lay them out one by one okay thinking about like each one as i pull you don't have to think about each one just think about the general thing you're thinking about like dating so think about dating just like okay put your energy towards that okay This is an ASMR channel now. Um. <laughs> <laughs> you thought you could. Just twice. 
Okay. And then pull them babies out. Okay. And then is it like so towards me? So it doesn't matter. Just be consistent about how you pull them. Okay. Can I pull them from anywhere? Or just the top? People typically do the top, but also I've been talking to my friends lately and they do random. So I say do whatever you feel like you want to do. Okay. I'm going to pull from the top. Problem. And then from the middle. Cause. And then from the bottom. Solution. This is good. There are no reverse cards in your spread, which is good because reverse cards usually mean, not, they don't mean bad. This is what it says. They generally represent an imbalance in energy of the cards. Which the past two times that you've read my tarot cards, I've had all, not all, but most upside down ones. Every time I've read for Allie, my best friend, they're upside down. And she's like, can we redo this? <laughs> you These manifested this. <laughs> These aren't real. Okay, okay so, so the first one. Melissa pulled a seven of swords, a page of pentacles, and an eight of swords. Um, so seven of swords is your problem. Okay. And, and this want, is referring around dating. Yeah. Um, so seven of swords is your problem. Theft, hiding, deception. Great. Off to... <laughs> Great start. The Seven of Swords is a card of deceit and betrayal. This is not in, ab- in, a, in an abstract sense, but rather usually signifies a single source of frustration. It can perhaps point to a person you are close to or forced to be in proximity with. The Seven of Swords is known as the Thief card. In a reading, the Seven of Swords warns you to be on your guard, especially against those who you're trying to, especially against those who are trying to extract information from you. Is this, like, ringing any bells as I'm reading this? Not really, but... Well, kind of, in some sense, like, in terms of dating, Mm -hmm. like, it is frustrating, and... True. I mean, I don't know what information people are trying to extract (laughs) from me, but... On the other hand, the Seven of Swords can represent your tendency to not do everything above board. (gasps) You little shady girl. (laughs) (laughs) When you do something you know you shouldn't have and try to hide it, something will go wrong. Taking the best path is not always easy, but going behind people's backs will have consequences you do not want. In some cases, the Seven of Swords represents a necessity to steal. You may not be completely in the right, by some definitions, but you may need to use a shrewd plan to circumvent ineffective bureaucracy. Bureaucracy. Um, Beware, though, although you may have your... Although you may achieve your objectives, you may end up isolated. Don't do shady shit. So don't try to steal your man. (laughs) Stay away from my man. (laughs) I don't have a man yet. Although I did have a good day last night. (laughs) Okay. Page of Pentacles. It's a little (laughs) picture of a baby with a halo. It's actually a bald man. Well, how do you know? (laughs) Because. uh... Because he has eyebrows? Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> Babies clearly do not like this. Okay. Page of Pentacles is the cause of this problem. Ambition. Work ethic. Hmm. Interesting. Coworkers. Thoughtfulness. Me. I'm your coworker. That's interesting. Okay. okay. <laughs> the Page of Pentacles is associated with a youthful person or energy in your life. Me. Someone or something <laughs> introspective and conscientious. Wow. It's me. <laughs> Someone in or something introspective and conscient conscientious. I'm really sorry. He loves hard work as he benefits from it both material materially and emotionally. If you get this card in a reading, it may be a sign that focus and industrious 
darkness may may benefit you in the near future. Um, As a page card, the Page of Pentacles is about growing and expanding. This card asks you that you be clear about what you need to do to manifest wealth in your life. The Page of Pentacles loves asking thoughtful questions and has a deep desire to always learn. In some cases, the Page of Pentacles predicts a birth of a brown-haired baby. Oh, remember when just... Um, this card has a childlike <laughs> energy that everyone everyone can learn from, even masters. I'm just saying, I have brown hair. <laughs> Wait, but this is the, ca- the, cause the cause of the problem. Okay. So what I see here, if you get this card in a reading, it may be a sign that focus and industriousness may benefit you in the near future. So I should probably work more at work and not come talk Honestly, to you. Honestly, that probably is the cause of the problem. <laughs> Wait, think about it. We... we get together and girl talk too much instead of focusing on That's work true. when we need to focus on work. That's true. Our brains are just in freaking la la land. <laughs> boy, boy, cray, cray. Okay, <laughs> and then solution. Problem, cause, solution. Eight of swords. <laughs> this is actually cracking me up. Eight of swords. Isolation. Oh, shit! <laughs> Pain. <clears throat> feeling trapped. <laughs> Isolation is one of my triggers. I know. But also maybe we need to work separate from each other <laughs> so we can stop i'm not trying to date <laughs> i know i know um but i do talk too much about dating with you yeah, and i think it's true i think the people that sit around us hear too much i think so too eight of swords the eight of swords appears in a reading when you feel restricted in a difficult situation you may feel isolated trapped and silenced you are likely finding your options limited at every turn causing rising frustration and anxiety but note that the number eight stands for strength. You'll, you still have inner strength to get past these troubles, and when you do, be ready to move. You may be experiencing what feels like an insurmountable problem. A job that's not going anywhere is one example. Wow. <laughs> You're doing amazing. Honestly. I am done with my sprint this week, okay? <laughs> yeah, you finished early. Um, you may also be feeling alone in your struggle, either because you are not sharing your feelings with others... <laughs> Or others have dismissed you. No, no, no. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> Saying everything in your life seems fine. Hold on, I'm choking. On the surface, it may all be fine, but what is bothering you seems impossible to escape. The Eight of Swords as a sword card reflects that you are trapped only by your perspective. The Eight of Swords represents a pain that one all, one experiences all alone, feeling trapped and lost. The way out is the intellectual way, a logical way of thinking that makes no room for self-pity. Take honest stock of your situation. Remember that a way out is possible once you find clarity of thought. Hmm. Here's my take on tarot, too. Like, I don't think... I don't know. I don't know. Sometimes I pull spreads and it's, like, creepily accurate. I mean, and you've seen it happen, Mm -hmm. like, at my house with some other friends. But even then, if it's not real it doesn't matter because you it has different points of thought and conversation that yeah. you don't normally think of day to day like yeah. i don't think about that's this what stuff. we were talking about the other night too. and so like even if it's not real i think it's good because it just like meditative prompts like it it causes you to think of these things in your life and then they're on your mind for however long until you do your next spread or whatever mm-hmm. really like tarot so what do you think about that spread thoughts I don't know. Every time we do it, I just feel confused. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, okay, so wh- oh, that was a lot. <laughs> it was. Sometimes it's easier to, to just do one card. And maybe it's just telling me to, like, focus on other things. 
I think that's like the general theme of what I picked up from mm-hmm. your spread. Is I don't know. I mean, I think that's true of most things. Like you yeah. don't want to spend your energy. You don't want to spend too much energy on one thing. Yeah. Other than staying true to yourself, I guess. <laughs> yeah. But um. But I think with dating right now, it's like. I'm not dating, but I'm not not dating. Yeah. Um. Can I do one for myself? Yes. I'm just going to pull one for myself, and I'm also going to be um, thinking about dating because that's where I'm at in my life right now. I'm pretty content with everything in my life, and I'm not discontent with dating, but I'm just, that's what I'm working on right now. So are you going to be thinking about one specific person, just, just dating in general? About, I'm going to be thinking about dating for me. Okay. And one card. That's good for me. What's going to work? What I need to be looking for? You know? Mm-hmm. That was really loud and I'm really sorry. I think it'll be fine. Okay, everyone shut up while I'm shuffling so we can cut this out if we need to. <laughs> I'm really good at this. Everyone shut up. <laughs> Just kidding. I wasn't actually shushing you. That was not a good shuff. Okay, this is my card. I drew the king of pentacles reversed in terms of, my, in regards to my dating life. King of Pentacles Reverse stands for irresponsibility, control, rigidity. Honestly, <laughs> power to. Um, I don't feel like you're irresponsible. So I'm, okay, I'm not dating? irresponsible, but I'm irresponsible with my feelings, if that makes sense. Oh, yeah. Like, I get what because you're I know I get attached to dudes too easily too easily and it all has to do with like past male abandonment issues etc and i'm working through it um the king of pentacles reverse indicates a tendency not to listen to others needs or a rigid business strategy it can mean you are being domineering with your family members or colleagues with well-meaning but unreasonable standards like a boss who requires time logging because he does not trust his workers to do their jobs if you get the reverse king of pentacles in a reading it's an indicator of imbalance because of the suit pentacles this uh because of the suit pentacles the solution to this imbalance has to do with day-to-day life if you are feeling stuck or in a rut you can begin to heal by turning off your technology and reconnecting with the world around you a helpful exercise to balance to balance the reverse king of pentacles will be reviewing your bank statements honestly true there was it's funny because <laughs> like the first two months of this year i ignored looking at my bank account so the whole year at all. <laughs> Um, it's March. <laughs> it's a new month. But that's interesting what it said about, like, social media. Yeah, because... taking a break from technology. I mean, like, okay, as a single person, I was literally saying this to my date last night. He's like, I don't have, like, any selfies on my phone. And I was like, listen, <laughs> ever since I got divorced, I have a lot of selfies because as a single woman, I feel like I need to show <laughs> men what I look like. <laughs> And so, yes, I post an occasional picture of myself. It's not like selfie, You're like selfie. Whole body. Yeah. I mean, you saw my Instagram stories today. <laughs> Honestly, it's doing great. It's doing great. <laughs> but. It's okay. My therapist told me to take a 30-day break from social media because my anxiety is so bad. I'm not doing it. <laughs> <laughs> there are steps you can take before just cutting yourself mm-hmm. off from that. Or you could even do like a three-day social media. Three hour. (laughs) (laughs) That's like what I should be doing at work. I have really bad ADHD. And then I get like, if I get a message, then I look on all my friends on the side and see who like who's online. (laughs) Like today, you and Clint and Stephanie were not 
were online. Like, what's going on? I messaged Brandy. I was like, where is everyone? <laughs> Wait, are you serious? Yes. You Brandy me. was the only one online. Imagine if we could have you were meeting away with. messages on our Slack. <laughs> our professional Slack. And we do song lyrics like in Pen15. Baby Spice 666. Or what was it? Di- I don't know. Diaper 911. Diaper 911. Now we're talking about Pen15. For those of you who have not watched it. Oh my gosh. Yeah, so I don't know what my reading meant, so we can just move on. I, it's probably because I'm about to get a boyfriend. Like, <laughs> I had such a good day last night. Like, it's not even funny. <laughs> I hope he never hears this. I hope you text him when the episode comes out. Hey, Listen baby. to this. Hey. Uh, <clears throat> anyways. I mean, yesterday, to people listening to this, is like a week. Yeah, who Two knows? weeks? I, I don't know. I... <laughs> Like, all of the men I've been going on dates with are going to think that I think we're about to date. <laughs> okay, if every you're listening to you this, go. the keyword is Muppet Baby. <laughs> <laughs> You'll know what I mean. <laughs> oh, my God. I hope you talk about Muppet Babies on every single one of your dates. No, that's why I know this was special. <laughs> okay, Pen15. Mm-hmm. Just first of all, it's a show on Hulu. You can only watch it on Hulu. Um, if you guys need a Hulu login, DM me <laughs> on Instagram if you're a hot man, and I will give you a hookup. Um, it's a show about two best friend girls, best friends, and they just started seventh grade, and it's just like their experience. Being young being, teens, yeah. being seventh graders. And young women. Yeah. <laughs> They're growing into their bodies. If you're a boy, there's only two episodes that I think would make you uncomfortable. Episode three <laughs> and the last one. Oh, yeah. Okay, but really, watching that show brings me back. <laughs> me too. Like, it's extremely relatable. I have not laughed at a show like that since New Girl. Same. I think it's seriously because they've finally made a show for women that's like, I don't know if there's shows out there that are totally relatable, but like... We've all experienced that that stuff. Yeah. Um, what was your favorite episode? I don't know if I have a favorite episode. Or, like, favorite moments. Yeah. So, the AIM episode. Okay. That's, I like, my, that's my favorite episode. My best friend would come over to my house. I, like, remember the first time. Okay, but did you have AIM or MSN? I had AIM. Oh, And then I, I got didn't. this thing. I can't remember what it was called. But you could have all of them. Oh. At the same time. Fancy? Yeah, but that was like when I was older. What was your my username? First, <laughs> my first AIM screen name, I remember my dad sat down and like tried to set my stepbrother and I up with it. And I was like, okay, try like Angelfish. <laughs> and it was like, no. And I was like, try Angelfish 5. And I like went down the line until I was, I think it was like Angelfish 516 or something dumb like that. Mm-hmm. I remember Angelfish because I was like, I really like Angelfish. Um, I did not have AIM. I had MSN Messenger. And I do remember one time, I don't know why I felt like, because um, I would talk to boys like, mm-hmm. like from school on mm-hmm. it. And I guess this was more in high school, not junior high so much, but. I remember one time my dad printed out a conversation I had with oh a boy. I don't know how he got on. Oh He's smart. And he, like, sat me down in the computer room. I remember, like, so clearly. And he was like, what does this mean? And it was, like, a lyric to a song or something. Oh, my god! <laughs> like a Michelle Branch song or something. <laughs> and I was like, it's a freaking song. And, like, you know, when your face gets really hot, like, that's, like, what was happening. Yes. 
And then he, I was just like telling him whatever, it's a song. And then he's like, I can tell when you're lying. When you look down to the right, that means you're lying. Or like, I don't know. And it just made me so nervous. I was like, That's scary. <laughs> Okay, that happened to me one time, but I was like older. I was like 16 or 17. And I can't remember how I made this friend. This dude, we were friends. I think that, I can't remember. There's like, there were like these Australian exchange students that came to my school and they were so hot. And I think (laughs) I like became friends with one of their friends or something. And we would like message each other, but it would like get like steamy, not like explicit, but like, you know. Like junior high stuff or high school stuff. Yeah, Yeah. still kind of dirty. Like I would feel uncomfortable if I saw someone like my daughter doing that if she, right. when she's older. my I, like, don't know why, because I was paranoid about this kind of stuff and, like, was on top Me of it. Too. But I left the window open, and my mom saw what we were talking oh about. It was, like, pretty bad. And she's like, you're joking, right? And I was like, what? And she's like, that conversation you're having with that boy, you guys are totally joking, right? And she's looking at me like suggesting that i say i'm joking or else and i was like yeah totally joking mom (laughs) totally like we joke about that kind of stuff and it's funny and i wanted to die i never did it again um i had a similar sort of situation of like as my msn messaging um (laughs) situation where i was like texting a boy whatever and i was so paranoid about everything and then i was like I was so paranoid that, like, my parents could read my messages from, like, the phone bill, which Mm -hmm. I still to this day don't know if that's a real thing or not. I think, okay, having listened to cold podcasts, I think you only can access phone records like that. I don't know if this is true. Like, texts. But I think you only can in cases where you, like, there needs to be detective work done. Oh, I'm pretty sure. Because I remember this was happening with this guy. I was just, like, very paranoid, and then one time my dad called me into the living room, and he, he like, had the phone records in his hand, and I was like, Wait. oh, my God, this is not happening to me. And I, like, wanted to pass out. I felt so scared, and it was just, like, a phone call that I made or something. He's like, this is too long. <laughs> yeah, and I was like, oh, my God, this is, it's oh it. This is it. It's happening. Gosh. But it wasn't. That's wild. But I had a lot of paranoia around that kind of stuff. Even just... MSN Messenger, like, a guy that I like saying, like, hey, we should go bowling. Or, like, something like, dumb. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, dad, I'm not doing it. <laughs> oh, my gosh. That is so funny. But, yeah, I think that episode is the best. It's just such a good show. Seriously. His, um, Anna's little band crush, like, the guy that likes her. Aww. I feel like we all had a dude like that yeah. in elementary, or not elementary school. In a middle school high. that was, like, into you. And it was, like... But he was just weird. Ended up being so weird. Yeah, here's the thing that's hard for me about that show is that I never had guys that liked me. I know. Except for, like, one. There was, like, one dude that was obsessed with me, and I had to, like, in my junior high head, I had to be mean to him for him to stop talking to me, which... That's so sad. Honestly, I don't use that tactic anymore. But I thought about it. <laughs> but um, I just relate to those girls so much. I know. I was extremely awkward. I... But I feel like everybody watching is, like... I was, like, I was extremely awkward. Yeah, and I think that's what makes the show so good is the way that they talk. Like, mm-hmm. they don't talk like they're actors reading a script. Mm-hmm. Like, even, I remember there's one episode, the racist one, mm-hmm. where Anna goes in the principal's office and she's like, we need to do this. And she, like, literally messed up talking. Yeah. And I was like, that's exactly what would happen. Yeah. Like, because she's nervous talking to, like, an authority figure. And I, yeah, I just think that's what makes it really good. Yeah, it's so good. The acting is, like, 
incredible because they're two adult women, but they're playing teenagers, and I believe it the whole time I'm watching. Yeah, I'm just watching two awkward. I actually girls. I didn't know that they were adults. I the whole time I'm like, are they adults or are they really kids? And like I'm just very confused, but yeah, it's very believable. It's so good. Such a good show. I like keep rewatching it. I'm not kidding. I'm on my second time. Oh, why did Maya not tell Anna about her period? I don't know. Okay, here's the thing. Um, growing up, like my mom and I were super close, and I like told her most everything. And like I was on vacation with my three best friends. Like we, there were four of us. We like called ourselves the Sisterhood of the Traveling. I think there was a jean jacket or something but we had this notebook and we'd send it to each other <laughs> oh in the gosh. mail one of our like best friends moved to arizona so we were on vacation at her house in arizona and i got my period and i panicked because i'm like i can't tell them but i had to otherwise it'd be a disaster yeah it was my last day there and i was like dreading telling them i was dreading going home and telling my mom i felt like i was gonna get in trouble or something like i was yeah. scared i don't know i honestly don't remember I I feel like I blocked it out. I think I was I think I remember in junior high like when I when it happened and I don't but I don't remember like what I did. I don't remember going home and telling my mom, but I do remember that my mom and my sister they use the cardboard applicators and that's like what I was like trying to use to figure oh out how gosh. to use a tampon. <laughs> so painful and I just remember, like, I would be, like, sitting on the couch or whatever, and I'm like, this hurts so bad, I don't understand how people do this. And my mom kept telling me, like, it's not supposed to hurt. Like, you shouldn't even feel it. And I was just like, what am I doing wrong? So then I was like, F these tampons, I'm not wearing them. So I wore pads, and then I remember I was... Coming, we were coming back from girls camp and I was on my period during girls camp, which is like great. Everyone, That's so everyone loves that. And we were in the car because girls camp was like two hours away for us. So we were in the car. We stopped at a gas station. I was like, does anyone have a pad? And everyone's like, no, but we all have tampons. And I was like, I can't use tampons. And so then my friend Kayleen, who listens to this podcast, we went into the bathroom. So she was like standing outside the stall and like explaining to me like how to use a tampon. And they, it was it was a plastic applicator and it like went in so easily i oh didn't feel gosh. it at all then i made my mom buy plastic applicator tampons dude my aunt when she had her she had her period on the day of like this big pool party when she was a teenager and she'd never worn a tampon before but uh, she wanted to go she wanted to swim and she didn't know how to use a tampon and she put the whole thing in the whole no <laughs> like applicator included what about what about those like the stick i don't know <laughs> but how'd she happened. get it out i don't know <laughs> but that is like my um, story another thing that that reminded me of was in the last episode when anna and maya are in the bathtub that's when I thought that Anna was going to find out she was on her period because I didn't know that she actually used the tampon because she, like, the janitor gives her the tampon mm. and then they're in the bathtub shaving their legs and I thought she was going to, like, start bleeding in the bathtub. Oh, my gosh. But it no, nothing happened. And I was yeah. like, oh, I guess she, like, figured out how to use the tampon. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I also think, I also wonder if Maya didn't tell Anna because you know how they have the thing like we have to do everything yeah, together. That's kind of what I, I was thinking if she's maybe like too. Waiting for yeah. that to happen. But then I think Anna will be more mad. 
about like if Anna's yeah. yeah I don't know we'll see they're probably gonna have more seasons right I hope so. I really hope so. I hope all the way till when they graduate high school. <laughs> and they go to college. <gasps> oh my god. The one thing that was oh not gosh. relatable to me, though, was the um, smoking episode. Or the garage one. It's called Miranda. My friends and I never wanted to smoke cigarettes, but we totally no. wanted to smoke weed. And that was, like, the thing. I never wanted to do any of that. Like, I don't even... I wasn't even aware of parties that were, like, happening in junior really? and on junior high, no. I guess, oh, I did have friends. I had friends that started smoking weed in sixth grade. Wow. Which is crazy. <laughs> I remember I was at a party one time, someone's birthday party, and there was nothing going on, but this dude's like, <laughs> this dude's like, let's go Google stuff, and we're like, <laughs> okay, and so it's, like, a group of, like, 15... 13 year olds sitting around the computer while he's googling bong and hookah (laughs) and joint and we're like whoa honestly i don't even think i knew what any of that stuff was (laughs) in junior high i knew it all because i was pretty close to some people that were heavily into well yeah i guess i was like friends with a lot of skater boys oh okay odd flex but (laughs) (laughs) i'll name them all for you i think one of them listens maybe chad joey no (laughs) What are skater names? None of their names are skater. Tony. Christian. Hawk. Christian is probably the most skater name. There were two of them. And Josh. Armando. (laughs) Armando is actually, like, one of my good friends from second grade that I had all the way, like, through high school. I love that. Um, Yeah. There was, like, a big group of them. Do you have any friends that you, like, grew up with, like, Maya and Anna, that you're still best friends with? Um, yeah, well... The f- people that I talk to now from high school, nobody, I'm not friends with anybody that I, like, from, like, first grade or whatever. Um, so, Lexi was, we became best friends in junior high, mm-hmm. and we were seriously, like, Maya and Anna, mm-hmm. like, did everything together. Yeah. And we were, like, best friends all through high school. She listens to this podcast. She's my number one supporter. <laughs> Lexi. Um, but then, you know, like, we kind of just, like, grew apart in college. She went to school in Oregon and then grad school in California. Mm-hmm. And so we just, like, had this this space yeah. of a couple years that we didn't really talk. Like, mm-hmm. we texted maybe every once in a while, like, when we were going home mm-hmm. or stuff like that. Um, but now we I saw her, like, when she got married in August. And now we, like, text like a lot that's super and fun. yeah like rekindled that and then in high school th- this girl megan who was one of lexi's best friends mm-hmm. but i was never like super close to her or anything now she's like one of my best friends yeah. after high school so but nobody like from really young mm-hmm. what about you um yeah this show makes me think of two friends also so like chronologically like um, I had a best friend, Caitlin. I still, I mean, she's still really close to me and I love her so much, but she like, she and I, again, did everything together and we would do the most awkward shit. Like she was there with me in fifth grade when I stuffed my bra to get my, <laughs> my crush's attention, but I literally stuffed my bra by taking a sock and rolling it like a hot dog and then putting it in a training bra. A hot dog. So it was just like, it was just like a tube on my chest. Oh my gosh. Did it work? No. I like, I like was under my desk like doing it and then I put my chest up and she's like, Rihanna, don't. And like, did like the throat cutting thing and like, I went under and like took it out. Oh my gosh. She's a real one. Caitlin, if you're hearing this, you're a real one. You bad bitch. I love you. But we did like the most awkward shit together and we would like always talk about boys and like, 
I remember like we would try to straighten my hair, but we both had like shitty straighteners, and so my hair would be like like half straight, but like really frizzy. Yeah, like wavy almost. I felt like my, you know, when Maya gets in the the car and Anna's like, "Oh my god, your hair looks so hot." Caitlin would always be like, "Caitlin would be like, you look so good." No, no, are you serious? Are you serious? Literally, it was like that. And then my best friend Emily. So we, I'm like still in contact with Caitlin today. Um, and I love her so much. And then my best friend, Emily, I like moved schools and in sixth grade, I became friends with Emily and we're still best friends today. We talk every day. And again, we did everything together. We, we've done the most awkward shit. I would do the thing. My mom didn't let me have a phone and also we were poor and also was grounded all the time. <laughs> so I never had a phone. I would do the thing. This was in, this was in sophomore year of high school. I would do the thing where I would text my crush from my friend's phone. <laughs> I, I would, like, text, like, Walker. He was, like, my big crush all, throughout all of high school. Walker. That's a hot name. He was so cute. I love him. He's such a good person. But I would text him and be like, hey, what's up? He's like, who is this? <laughs> what's up? I'm like, Let's be you and me. I'm like, it's Rihanna on Emily's phone. Oh. <laughs> I'm like, oh, it's so bad. Yeah. That's so Anyways. Funny. That show, like, just brings me back to times like, with those two friends. Yeah. And I'm like... Like, I would go more. over to Lexi's house and we would, like... The first thing we do is get on MSN. <laughs> we sit there, like... You know when they fight about who's, who's been on be longer? Yeah. Like, we would do the same thing. Oh, my gosh. Oh, uh, junior high was, like, the worst but the best time. True. Looking back on it now. True. Yeah, never would want to do that again, but... <laughs> yeah, no. no, thank you. A good time. But thank you. Next. <laughs> Okay, well, first episode of Tarot in a Show. Let me know if you guys liked this episode. You can follow me on Instagram at Sometimes in Shambles and on Twitter at ShamblesPod, P-O-D. And then you can email me at Sometimes in Shambles Podcast at gmail.com. Um, also, review my show, please, because it really helps me a lot. I got a couple reviews this last week, and I went from number 300 on the charts to number 230. That's amazing. So it helped me a ton. So please review, write a review for me on Apple Podcasts or anywhere that you can write a review. Thank you, Rihanna. Rihanna's going to be on a couple of episodes, probably. Yeah, I'm going to be a reoccurring <laughs> character on reoccurring. the show. She's a supporting actress. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, do you want people to follow you on social media? Sure, guys. Follow me on Instagram at BadGirlRiRi. It's B-A-D-G-Y-R-L-R-I-R-I. Like Rihanna, but G-Y-R-L. She's a real bad bitch. That's right. And her Twitter. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> if you guys want to, I'll let you. It's at Rianus. <laughs> Don't say I didn't warn you, though. It's pretty bad. <laughs> If you are a coworker or a boss of Rihanna. Do not! <laughs> oh my god. Not, I'm not even kidding. The old executive VP of marketing follows me on Twitter and followed me on Twitter. What'd you do? When I worked there. Oh, I still tweeted my shit. Oh, he still follows you. He would you. sometimes reply to my tweets. Oh my god. <laughs> but like the tame ones. <laughs> he like doesn't interact with my tweets anymore. He probably muted me, which I'm really thankful for. Yeah. Sean, if you're listening to this, you're still What's my dude. <laughs> Anyways. Um okay, yes. So thank you for listening. Bye. Bye. 
hope you guys enjoyed this episode of Sometimes in Shambles. The intro music was done by my friend Lucas Kathy, and the artwork was done by me, myself, Melissa. If you liked this episode, please rate, review, and subscribe, and we'll see you next time.